So by the end of this recording, you're going to understand exactly what I do to be a naturally attractive person. If you have any vested interest in having people pursuing you without you putting in a ton of effort, if you're interested in having your calendar be filled with dates and your phone filled with texts from people who are interested in being romantic with you, if you have any interest in being able to set aside your fear and trade it out at any point in time for excitement and aliveness and empowerment, this is also for you. <laughs> so the first thing that I'm going to have you do is schedule 30 minutes out of your day right now. Pick a time at the end of your day right now and then block off that time so you can sharpen some knives. <laughs> Now, whether or not you're actually going to sharpen some knives is irrelevant. I want you to replace that activity with any activity that you're going to feel excited by. Now, this is a very simple tip. In fact, you're going to think that you know the direction that this is going to go uh, just from that. And I assure you that you do not. <laughs> it will change your life. And here is how that works. Now, one thing that I work on with my clients is reforging their emotions. How do I transform one emotion into another, especially if that emotion is debilitating? Now, if we take fear for an example, which is the perfect example, because that's exactly what we're dealing with. Fear has us feeling what? Right? Fear has us withdrawing into ourselves. It has us shutting down. It has us avoiding things. It has us procrastinating. I mean, how many times have I put off writing uh, an article or a landing page or an email because I'm worried about how it's going to be received? I've wasted probably years of my life doing that. And of course, the same thing goes for dating, right? Fear stops us from going for the people that we're really attracted to. Fear stops us from taking the risks that are necessary to date really attractive people, to hang on to attraction, to rekindle the spark in our relationship. Who wants to have that conversation where they're talking about their kinks with their partner when they don't know whether or not their partner is going to be receptive to that, even if it might spice up the bedroom, right? Fear gets in the way of all the things that we want. But the thing about fear is that it can be transformed. It can be reforged into excitement and aliveness and power. But me just telling you that it's possible is like me telling you that you should just be happy right now. Just, just be happy. Most of us are not in a place where we're equipped to do that. We don't have the tools or training to do that. How? If it were that simple, I would be happy already, right? That's the big missing here. So here's the way this works. Your brain relies on context. That is what's happening who I'm with, what's going on, what's going on in the larger world. We put all of those things together, right? The music that we're hearing, the lighting that's present, what we're looking at, how we feel internally, all of that is context. And that context informs our brains how we feel. Now I'm gonna draw an analogy here. One of the surprising things that I learned about candy recently, particularly Skittles, is that uh, actually most Skittles taste exactly the same. 
There's very little difference between those candies, each individual flavor. In fact, the only major difference is the smell and the color. And the smell and the color are basically like context. They let us know what the taste is. Oh, this is the taste of oranges or strawberries or whatever. But underneath it all, the flavor is the same. It's just kind of sweet and maybe a little bit tart. So I say all of this, I've gone off on this weird, like weird tangent because that's very similar to the way that the brain interprets emotions too. All of our emotions kind of feel the same way for the most part. And that is that our bodies get a little bit more revved up, a little bit more charged up. Now, depending on what I'm experiencing at that time, that lets me know how I should feel. And right now, what's letting you know how you should feel is the lockdown in COVID and the presidential election and the fight that you just got into with your mom or your significant other or your kid. Which means right now the context is that something is effed up and wrong. Which means that if I were to tell you right now that you should just feel sexy and happy about life, you would have very little ability to shift that belief because the context is so strong. So that's the reason why I told you earlier to create 30 minutes out of your day for sharpening knives. Now I gave you that example because sharpening knives is something that really lights me up. I'm excited about that. In fact, right after I finish recording a bunch of podcasts, I'm going to go do that. And we're going to have the time of my life. I'm stoked about it just thinking about it. And the more reasons we can give ourselves to be excited in our day-to-day lives, the more, re- the more we can just show up as excited and happy in our lives. And this works wonders for any kind of romantic connection, any kind of dating that you might be taking on in your life, any kind of attraction that you're trying to create. Oh yes, you didn't think I was going to find a way to tie this to dating, but I have. I definitely have. (laughs) So with any kind of attraction, right, with any kind of attraction, any kind of romantic connection, one of the primary reasons why we buy into those situations is because of the story that we get to tell ourselves. If I'm dating this person, just imagine how my life is going to look. I get to imagine myself going down the street with that person on my arm. What it feels like to have sex with them. What it would be like to have kids with this person or to move to another state and live out of a log cabin. Romance, attraction, connection, and dating, or marriage, are all deeply intertwined with the stories that we get to tell ourselves about us and about the other person, and the stories that we get to tell ourselves because we're with that other person. And here's the rub, right? Here's the thing that sucks if you're in a bad place. If I'm in a bad place, then what story does this person get to tell themselves about being with me? Well, they get to be with me in a bad place. And most people aren't super stoked about that, right? Unless they're a super helper, unless they're a person that tries to patch up broken people, unless they're the type of person who is kind-hearted and just wants to help, they're not going to be excited by the fact that I view my life as a breakdown and a horrible time. 
there's room for that. There are going to be people who will help you through that period of life, but it is also not the most attractive place to be operating from. Now, is this me telling you to never share with your partner when you're having a bad time? Hell no. That needs to be resolved. Talk to them, right? But it is much easier to be in a place of sparky sparks and chemistry and sexy times if what your personal story is is super empowering and alive and sexy by itself. People want to buy into that energy, and this is how you do it. You know what we have in our lives is what we give ourselves permission to have. I gave myself permission to work out for 15 minutes a day. I didn't give myself permission to work out for 45, right? If I had, I would have been doing it. I gave myself permission to be dating or speaking to the people that I'm dating or speaking to, because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be speaking with them. And the people that I haven't given myself permission to talk to, I would be so deep in my own head. I would be so afraid that I would never even start that conversation. And when you can begin to break through whatever has had you decide that you deserve those things in your life. That's when your life begins to change. That's when the universe rewards you with the thing that you said that you wanted. And what we just talked about today, this is the first step. This is the first step. So, if you got something out of listening to today's message, leave me a comment, like it, share it, subscribe, rate it. Whatever feels appropriate to you. If you know someone that would benefit from listening to this, do that. And as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Okay, thanks. Bye.